Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're back, man. Episode 260. Another 260. milestone. Yes, sir. 260 episodes over nearly five years. Man. What a fucking a journey. journey has it's been, man. Yeah. What I seen journey. something when I was like 25. I don't even know what it was, but um, I was just like, dang, that was like not, that was a long time ago, but not a long time ago, mm. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. 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 Let's get right into it. Uh, economic welfare. I was listening to um, a inf- uh, not influencer, a motivational speaker, Eric Thomas, and he talked about the idea of economic welfare. He's like, people go to jobs that they don't like, they boss. People work with people they don't like, and they do this because they are under economic welfare. And I thought about it, like, God damn, that's a strong point. Mm-hmm. Like. What's crazy is, is like imagine on the way to work, right? You see a guy standing in the median. He's asking for change. He's holding a sign. And you're like, man, look at this motherfucker asking for sign. I mean, asking for change mm-hmm. and f- food and shit. Look at this bum, right? That's what people think, mm-hmm. right? Do you realize that the person at the top of the company you work for looks at you like that when you ask for more hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some more hours, boss. He looking at you the same way you look at the motherfucker asking for change. Yeah. You are on economic welfare. Mm-hmm. If you don't show up to work, your family don't eat, and you're going to have problems, you're going to get behind on your bills. A lot of people are slaves to their jobs, and they can't break away from it. Yeah. And I think that that's- Wait, what, what is the definition of economic welfare? I don't think it's a real definition. I think that that is something that he uh, he- I guess he just he coined, coined it. it, yeah. And I think it's a powerful. It's a powerful because it's real. But I, what well, I, I guess I'm kind of confused. Like, what is regular welfare versus economic? Regular welfare, welfare is when you literally, when you're under the welfare system, is something that you're using because you do not have a job and you're under the mercy of the state. You need government assistance. You need government assistance. Capacity. But I, I liken it almost to having a job based on the fact that you. You obviously. Oh, are, so he's basically saying like, um, you can be on welfare. The you know the single mom that has like four kids and she getting food stamps and stuff like that, or you can also have a job and then still be under the same kind of yeah s- oppression or suppression or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. just a, it's more of a uh, it's this it's like a parallel but mm-hmm. different situations. Mm-hmm. And there's people that work jobs and they will judge the guy that's asking for change. Mm-hmm. Right. When in actuality, you look no differently to your boss when you ask for more hours. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the truth. There was a, a TikTok I just seen and it said, don't tell anybody what your situation is outside of work. Don't tell them that you're investing. If you're investing a lot of money in things and you're making money, because they're going to be like, why is this motherfucker even here? He makes a lot. He makes more money than the boss. And he said, also, don't tell people you're doing bad or doing good, because if you're doing bad, or you tell your boss you got a baby on the way, he going to know he could throw all the work on you and you got to do it. Mm. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. <clears throat> when you think about it, because mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just the way, he, it's like, it's, like, it's the way people's psychology works. Mm-hmm. When people know you're in need or you're in a situation where you need something and they know it, they use that as leverage against you. Have you, have you experienced that? I haven't. I don't tell mm-hmm. motherfuckers what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personally. You don't. You wouldn't know if I had a if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't be at work. But if I if mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was making a lot of money and I was doing something very lucrative outside of work, I don't. What's the point of me telling anybody I work with or anybody outside or anywhere what I'm doing? It's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. 
it does not benefit me or them for them to know what the fuck I'm doing. Because mm-hmm. usually what people do is they want to find out what you're doing and it just, the energy of people knowing what you're doing is not good anyways. Mm-hmm. That's why it's not, not always a good thing to share certain, it's not pertinent information anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you need to post a picture of you and your wife or girlfriend every five minutes on the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. It's not pertinent. Mm-hmm. People don't need to know all that. Plus it's <laughs> kind of it's putting awkward energy out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, but anyways, I don't want to st- jump too far from it. Uh, the idea of economic welfare, it just shot out to me, man. And, and I thought about it. Like, when you judge a person that's holding up a sign that they, will, they need some food, they need some money, you just don't look any differently to somebody that is at the top of that company. Mm-hmm. You're just a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, in, in that thing he was saying, too, just about the, the people that about, I think he was mentioning in there, like, making a choice. Like, yeah. basically saying, like, you know, we go into work all the time complaining but we don't have the boss to just get up and quit or we don't have the boss to like go and make a change in our lives and you know instead of doing something about it a lot of us just complain yeah and i think that that's something that like um that is like rampant in society like people will work at a job for 50 years and yeah. complaining every day oh man i gotta go up here and see these white folks again or you know whatever the case may be and i'm just like dang dog like i just think that you know, you do need a plan. I'm not saying that everybody should just get up and quit or get up and, you know, be an entrepreneur. But I think that um, it's more valuable to like to uh, create something and then just just jump out, you know, throw your line out there, whatever metaphor you want to use right. versus just complaining every single day. Yeah. yeah, man. I remember when I used to work at Sears back in college. So we're talking. 2007 right i worked there for like two years from like 06 to 08 mm-hmm. and i remember um there were some people that had been working at sears for fucking years like mm-hmm. since the early 90s they had been working there already mm-hmm. and before the store closed that store sears and bakersfield closed in like fuck 2000 and maybe 13 probably or some shit like that 13 14 i don't know and i went and one day i went through sears and I was curious. I was wondering if I would see anybody I knew. Mm-hmm. And I seen like five people that had been there since the 90s. Still that there. still work there. These people complain like, they didn't give me my bonus. Or, they didn't give me this or that. And I'm thinking like, that's because you should have fucking left in the mm-hmm. 90s. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's wild about it is I was glad the place closed because it kind of probably forced those people to, you know, up their game. Yeah, that's the the... Sometimes, you know, uh, you get forced into, like, really taking action. You know, I think that's almost like a sign from God. Like, it'd be a lot of yeah. people just sitting on their hands. And then when they finally get fired or when they finally get kicked out of their house or, you know. Yeah. I mean, you went through a similar situation just getting yeah. essentially put out of your apartment. Yeah. That and that kind spot. of forces you to. Like, because yeah. a lot of times it'd be stuff we already want. Like, man, I need a better job. I need a higher paying job. I need mm-hmm. to go back to school, whatever the case may be. I know for me. Um, partly the reason why uh, I finished school is because I got fired. You know, I was working at Aaron's and um, I don't know why I got fired. It was it really didn't make sense to me. But um, I got fired. The, the The manager was only working there for like three days and she was like, there's too many customer complaints. about Yeah. Me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I got a degree now, so I ain't tripping. Yeah. yeah. It, it, sometimes I've, it's 
sometimes situations need to push you to fuck like they they expire Mm -hmm. they've already expired and you're just working off of expired uh i don't know you're occupying space where you've Mm -hmm. already been yeah expired i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah because in your your head you already made like you already have the desire Mm -hmm. you know you just haven't like put the actions together 100 percent with what you really want yeah man yeah but ultimately in regards to them being at that job Ending that place, and there's two places I worked at like that. I worked at Sears, and then I worked at ACS, mm-hmm. where they shut that whole call center down. There were people working at that place that had egos and you know all kinds of shit. And I'm thinking, like, I, th- I think a, uh, this is just kind of off topic, but call centers got to be the most toxic environment ever. Mm-hmm. Call centers are terrible, man. Why? They're just bad. It's just people just drama. Mm-hmm. People just talking shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers coming in there drunk and high just so they could take calls. Yeah, God, it was. T- I remember when people I used to having t- sex on breaks. Oh man, people breaks. was fucking. People was fucking in the parking lots at mm-hmm. ACS back in the day. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, people the coming in there is crazy. Yeah, it's bad. People drunk and high, smelling like weed, taking calls and shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is, this is absolutely atrocious. So the people that call you or the people you talk to at customer service, they're probably fucking. Mm-hmm. That's why your phone never get fixed if you got T-Mobile or some shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, look, I'm having technical problems. That that woman ain't helping you. She just got through giving a blowjob. She don't give a fuck about what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, her jaw still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys forgive me. I just came off of a cold. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I, <laughs> T-Mobile. I, how can I help? Like, are you okay? We had this one dude that used to work. At, at the call center mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say no names But uh, He would answer the, This is how he literally Would take calls Cause the, the calls were for Boost Mobile Which was Like Nextel Sprint Boost Mobile It's all the same company Uh huh He'd be like Thank you for calling Boost Mobile How can I help you tonight <laughs> And the customer I li- I, Cause I used to do uh, I guess what they call it Like quality control Like mm-hmm. I would I would listen to some of the calls And grade them mm-hmm. And uh, I heard that And the customer was like Hey man you been drinking? Thank you for calling Boost Mobile. I can help you. That was his regular voice. I swear to God, that's exactly how that motherfucker sounded. That was wild. The, the, the customer was like, hey, man, you been drinking? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> He's like, ha ha, no, I am fine. How can I help you today? <laughs> you got some characters you work with that you never fucking forget, too. Yeah. When I worked at Sears, it was this, this older black dude named Vince that worked in appliances. And he had mm-hmm. been there since the fucking 80s. Mm. Right? So, I, man, he has been there probably before I was born. He's been through logo changes. Like probably 84, he started there. Mm-hmm. And back in those days in appliances, you could make big money mm-hmm. selling appliances. You got a lot. Of, it was a purely commission. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And Vince was one of those guys that he was a he would code switch, right? Mm-hmm. He was very professional on the floor. But when he go in the break room, he was a wild boy. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Vince, <coughs> one day he sold like a, uh, he sold this, this uh, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I went downstairs to go pick it up because I basically I worked in a position called customer pickup mm-hmm. where if the customer would go and buy something, I would go down and get the big item and have to put it on their car or their truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm lifting heavy shit all day, but I'm a big dude and I'm in college. So mm-hmm. it was just whatever. But I went to get the, 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 the freaking refrigerator and Vince was like, yeah, so the customer basically got this. This is what it's coming with here. And uh, you'll help him with that. I was like, all right, Vince. 
<clears throat> Later on, we go to the break room. He's like, I hate that motherfucker from earlier, man. I can't stand this guy. This guy's a fucking twerp, man. I was like, you okay, Vince? He's like, no, I'm not fucking okay. I wanted to kill that bastard. I was like, well, I couldn't tell, Vince. You seem, yeah. you seem fine earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. He just holding it together. Huh? Yeah. And he had a, this Asian wife. They used to pack his lunch every day. Mm -hmm. And she used to put so many like Asian vegetables in there. <laughs> and he would just have a big ass plate full of vegetables. Mm -hmm. It'd be like one little piece of meat. Well, I'm talking about this is how he ate every day. Mm -hmm. And then by like lunchtime, this nigga be in there blowing the bathroom up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was, and everybody in the store knew he was. Be, he would be shitting. Oh my god! And then he had like a, a real reputation for shitting a lot at work. Dang! He's like, yeah, um, I'll be right back. I have to use the restroom, and he'd, he'd just be in there shitting loud. Swear to God, yeah. everybody knew it. <laughs> like, goddamn, Vince is at it again. Yeah, I had an uncomfortable situation the other day where I, I had a doo doo next to somebody. No, we both was just doo dooing. Oh no! And it was just it 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 get it, uh, the only time it got weird is when I started hearing him breathe. Because oh. when that when you because you know when you start pushing out and it's not really going out as fast as you wanted to, so you got to kind of like force it out. And oh no! You just no. had one of those like. This is not enough fiber if you got to force it out. <laughs> People don't be getting enough fibers. I've heard motherfuckers, bro. You ain't supposed to push at all. It's supposed to just slide out. Yeah, with with enough hydration and fiber, you're supposed to shit normal. Mm -hmm. But because in, in a culture we don't get enough fiber, you'll hear a motherfucker on the toilet like, <laughs> you like, dude, are you lifting weights or taking a shit, motherfucker? What's going on? <laughs> that nigga maxing out in there. This nigga like, <laughs> this nigga doing dead shits instead of deadlifts. <laughs> That's wild, yo. Yeah, yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, we completely jumped, went on a tangent, but yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think you never forget certain characters at your job, man. Mm -hmm. I think Vince definitely was one of the most favorite characters that I knew. <laughs> His daughter was a stripper. Really? Yeah. She one day, one day she came into the job and she came in with her like like fishnet pants, mm -hmm. but she had like a g string on underneath, mm -hmm. so like her ass cheeks were out, and she was walking to the store like. Come to my job. We got a special tonight. Oh, she was promoting at her she dad's job. She was promoting job. at her dad's job. That's he was crazy. he was downstairs selling appliances. She was upstairs like with her ass out. She he and was then, downstairs selling appliances, and she was upstairs selling appliances. Yeah, because Sears had two levels. Mm -hmm. They had the the escalator that took you downstairs, and they had mm -hmm. the the floor upstairs. Mm -hmm. And then we found out that was that was his daughter. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh my god, like this is just I, I just wonder how Vince felt. He probably was tripping. When Why she the got fuck home. is my daughter here showing her ass? I don't know what the fuck is going on. What color was Vince? Vince was black. He was all black, dude. Dang. Vince was black, but he sounded like fucking Brian Gumble. Dang. Yeah, that's the thing that was. And then when sometimes he would co switch and he would go from that and then he would go like getting real black. He's like, well, these motherfuckers better figure out. <laughs> I'm like, damn. They had three different. <laughs> we got black Vince today. He <laughs> got black Vince. We got black Vince. Yeah, that gotta be that gotta be hard, bro. Don't go into your dad's job selling ass. And this, that's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Then there was this lady. I ain't gonna say her name. Well, I mean, I already you already said Vince's name. Yeah, dang. well, yeah, Vince, Vince is a cool Equal guy. Equal opportunist. Yeah, Vince. Well, Vince is cool, so he probably he'll hear this and probably laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lady that worked in fabrics. I think I think it was was it fabrics or petites? One of them. Mm -hmm. And the whole time I worked there for two years, she never had a back window in her car. The window was always busted out. 
She just drove around without no. She didn't put a bag over it or nothing. None, nigga. It'd be a rainstorm out there. Her back window just, just open, flooding, huh? And I'd be like, this lady ain't never had a back window. They're like, this, Dang. that's how much they did not pay people to see. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got no back window. God damn. Yeah, it's like God damn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, man. You was, know, one thing she would never have is a foggy window. Nah, you ain't gonna have no window in there. <laughs> it was One thing she probably had was mold in that motherfucker. Yeah, in those like in the creases. Probably mm-hmm. the headliner was all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mind you, these were adults, man. Like they were older than me then. Mm-hmm. So like, Vince had to be in his fucking mid fifties easily then. Oh dang! Oh yeah! So we're talking. Oh Lord, thirteen years ago. Like- Oh, probably in his 60s now. Oh, yeah, he's in his, in his well into his 60s now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he's retired. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever he is, I wish him well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, had a lot of fun with Vince, man. Sometimes I, I knew how to set him off, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say some things. I'd be like, hey, I would tell my coworker, like, hey, look, I'm about to get Vince mad. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, why, bro? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, Vince, man, I got a customer return something. I think it's your item. You might have to get your commission or something. Oh. You lose your commission. He's like, yeah. motherfucker, man. And there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I'm mean, like I'm just playing Vince He's like oh you son of a bitch <laughs> Fucking asshole man <laughs> Just leave it Yeah I wanted to, the fucking store manager I want to kill that guy one day I remember uh, I'll, I'll name drop this guy His name was Magaji mm-hmm. he, he was from uh, South Africa mm-hmm. I used to some I used a white dude but he had like an African name Because I guess that's, he was born there that guy like was a, South Africa? Yeah. That mm-hmm. guy was a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. God, I hated that fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And he was uh he was only like 31 or something back then. He was a young store manager. Mm-hmm. But he was just he was one of those guys that was have you ever seen uh uh Game of Thrones and and that guy Prince Joffrey? No, I never Okay, seen if you that. know who Prince Joffrey is, he's a fucking asshole. Everybody hates Prince Joffrey. Mm-hmm. That's who Magazine was. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was Prince Joffrey, man. Mm-hmm. And he would come in there and be like, hey, well, I don't see you guys working hard. I'll send you home. And I'm <laughs> like, dude, I literally seen you playing fucking, uh, what's that game back in the day, the rock and roll game? Rock band? Yeah, I seen you playing rock band downstairs on electronics, motherfucker. And you trying to tell me I'm not working hard? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Magazine. Yeah, I did. I took him in a room and closed the door one day because he was yelling at me on the sales floor, and I just like I didn't react, mm-hmm. and I was I I could have reacted, but it probably would have been violent. Mm-hmm. But I walked away, and then I went upstairs and I seen him in a meeting in a room talking to some dude in the in the in his office. I said, "Hey, hey, man, you got a minute?" He said, "Yeah, okay, uh, uh, I'll get back to you." I said, "No, I, I just I need to tell you something real quick." So then the dude left, and I closed the door. I said, man, don't you ever talk to me like that again, bro. You crazy? And he's like, oh, I was going to apologize. I said, bro, you disrespected me as a man and employee. Don't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do it again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I mean, I, I said, dude, don't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, man. All right, man. All right. And then I left. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, that nigga never talked to me again. He, he never, say one word. He never said shit to me. I'm talking about he never said hi. He never said bye. When he seen me, he turned his head and walked away. <laughs> Fucking coward. <laughs> a pussy, man. You you get you got so scared. He was a big man yelling at me on the on the on the sales floor. But when I showed you I wasn't afraid to lose my job, now you switched your tune, <laughs> fucking pussy. There was another time, another boss, but this is a totally different job. Mm-hmm. This is an ACS. There's this dude named Muhammad. He was like a 
of uh like a like a vice uh, what do you call like a division vice president or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he goes to different call centers, right? Mm-hmm. And one day he told me to go help somebody, but he said, "You come here, help him now." And I was like, "Like what? Like mm-hmm. I'm not some dog, motherfucker? What are mm-hmm. you talking?" I was like, "Excuse me." And I said, "Hey, what's your name?" And he he ignored me, asking him what his name was, because if you if you feel like you got the power to say, "Hey, you come here," right? You need yeah. to introduce <clears throat> yourself to me. If you have never formally introduced yourself, you got no right to be barking no orders at nobody. Yeah. Because I don't know who the fuck you are, right? Yeah. So then I tell him, hey, man, who are you? Who are you? Man, my name is Eddie. I try to shake his hand. He said, no, go help him. Go help him. Go help him. He kind of had a Middle Eastern, um, I don't want to be racist, but he had a Middle Eastern accent. Mm-hmm. Like, go help him. Go help him, my friend. Go help him. Right? Mm-hmm. He didn't say my friend, but you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you got to add to my friend in there. Yeah, nah, we wasn't friends. But... <laughs> After that, that literally within 20 <clears throat> minutes, I called HR. I called HR. I reported this motherfucker immediately. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, this dude's creating a hostile work environment. <laughs> like this guy literally is barking orders at me like a dog. It took everything in me not to flip out on this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave him the time, the date, everything, right? Yeah. Tell me why, right? This is why HR is not what you think they are. Sometimes HR... And the tops of companies are in cahoots mm-hmm. because I literally got, I did, I literally got called into a meeting the next day, and it was my supervisor and Muhammad, and we sitting in the room, and he's like, he said, "Look, my friend, I'm here for people. I don't know what you're here for, but I'm here to help people. I'm here to do this and da 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 da. da. All right, bye." I said, "Nah, I got something to say," and then my supervisor was like, "Oh no." And I was mm-hmm. like, no, you will never talk to me that way again. Mm-hmm. You will, I, don't, I don't care. And he kept trying to talk. I said, I'll let you talk. You need to stop talking when I'm talking. <laughs> and he was like in shock. <laughs> and then my supervisor, was. I knew she was thinking that I'm fired. <laughs> and I said, hey, dude, don't ever do that again. And then he kept trying to talk. I said, stop talking when I'm talking. I'll let you talk. <laughs> you're, supposed to be my, you're supposed to be my boss and you can't even be quiet when another man is speaking? Yeah. So I told him, I said, for future reference, if you need help from me or anything, you address me as a human being and as a man. Don't ever disrespect me again. Yeah. That nigga never spoke to me ever again. Swear to God. <laughs> Same thing as the other boss. He's a <laughs> pussy. Motherfucker never talk to me again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have that situation now. If I have a grievance, I, I at least could talk. Mm-hmm. And we could talk amongst as men and come to agreement or not an agreement. Mm-hmm. Right? But at these old jobs... These motherfuckers would just like cross their arms and not talk to you ever again. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Yeah, that economic welfare is a motherfucker. Yeah, but it, it, but the thing I will say is, even at that time, I needed those jobs both times, mm-hmm. and I still had to speak up for myself. Yeah, you know how many people were scared to do what I did? Yes, yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, I think that most people moved that way. Very, very timid at work yeah. because they, you know, they need that check in two weeks or a hundred percent. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you have to understand, though, if you're in a position where it's way overboard, and mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen bosses at jobs, especially at the call center, yeah. I've seen motherfuckers yelling at people like, you're going to do this when I said you're going to do this. And it's like, you got to understand, it is not in that person's job description to yell at anyone. Mm-hmm. They just have, they don't have any control of their own personal life, so they come to work and yell at people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, motherfucker, you not going to yell at shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was this one dude, this old black man that was working at the call center. We're going to have to move on because I don't go on a tangent. It was this old black man. And it was this dude that used to work at the call center that was one of the bosses. I ain't going to say. And he's like, look here. You're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, 
uh, hey, homeboy, you ain't talking to me like that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? He said, you ain't talking. You could send me home, but you ain't talking to me like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. And he's like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he said, that nigga home. I never seen him again. <laughs> it don't always work out the way it did for me. <laughs> that nigga was fired. <laughs> Oh man, he got what he wished for. Huh? Yeah, he said, "You ain't talking to me like that. Fuck mm-hmm. that shit." Mm-hmm. Like, go and go home, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think the best way to handle it, um, I'll, I'll end with this. I think the best way to handle any type of conflicts at any job is for one, you need to evaluate what the situation is. If you feel like you want to go off on somebody or whatever the case, you need to evaluate. Instead of like, I would change some things. Of what I did. Actually, not in that case, I wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. I think that those two guys, Muhammad and Magazine, were hell-bent on being disrespectful. And they mm-hmm. would have kept doing it if I didn't correct them. Because mm-hmm. that's how <clears throat> some people are. Yeah. Until you correct them, they're going to keep doing bullshit. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Magazine. Yeah, I don't know where that dude is, but somewhere he's he's a dickhead. <laughs> he's probably a manager somewhere. Probably a manager somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I hope that whoever works for that guy, they come across his podcast. They're gonna be. He's the only. He has to be the only motherfucker in existence with that goofy ass name. Yeah, this guy sounds like a fucking board game or something. Some of those guys that be like career managers. So yeah. they'll, they'll go from managing Sears to managing mm-hmm. Chipotle yeah. to managing McDonald's. Yeah. And then it, they, they treat it like, I mean, it's you probably get paid like, okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, some of them treat it like, you know, it's something to brag about. Oh, yeah. He was like, bragging. Yeah, I ran, I ran Walmart for such and such oh, years yeah. and then I moved on to this store. Yeah. He used to love bragging, uh, bragging to us about it. And we didn't mm-hmm. even like this nigga. We were just mm-hmm. like, all right, motherfucker, move on. Yeah. Like, move around. Because, you know, at, at, at the job, we were like the, we just minded our business, but we was like the cool guys. Yeah, we had like a we had a big picture framed of us in the on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like like mm-hmm. We, literally, we had a picture. These girls that worked in the, the photo the photography department, mm-hmm. they had like a crush on us. Mm-hmm. So it's like we want to take your picture. We want to take your picture. I'm gonna find it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna find this picture. I'm gonna post it on social media. Mm-hmm. But it's a dope ass picture. We almost look like Death Row or something. That's but, dope. But it's like I think it's like five or six of us. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, DJ Ghost. His name is Darrell. His real name is Darrell, but mm-hmm. he goes by DJ Ghost. So he worked with us. Mm-hmm. It was uh, my boy Big Rob, Medina, Alvaro, and who else is in the photo? I think that's it. Mm-hmm. It was only us, right? Mm-hmm. And that picture got framed and put on the wall in the department. Mm-hmm. So then everybody was like, you know. Looking at us like the it guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying to give y'all some. Oh, man. Especially <laughs> the, the photography, but not, not, I'm not going to implicate anyone there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move. Let's switch gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, switching gears. Uh, reconnecting the video games. Uh, me and Keith were talking uh, about this recently. Uh, at his birthday party, um, there were at this Airbnb. There was like multiple arcade machines there, and one of them was the NBA Jam game, and I was just playing back to back, probably for like an hour, mm-hmm. and and I was having so much fun because it's almost like I reconnected to my old self and my old childhood. Yeah, and I thought about like how much I'm robbing myself of, 
like enjoying video games. I don't play video games anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and you talked about like almost being aged out, which mm-hmm. is not really a real thing. Mm-hmm. I just think we get too caught up in adulting. Yeah. And we kind of got to allow some of that playfulness to like, you know, to play itself out, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. jump on the game here and there, man. Mm-hmm. I got a Super Nintendo, too, but I don't I don't have the original Super Nintendo. I have that one that comes with the games in it. Yeah. And I need to jail- the same. I need to jailbreak it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you don't have all the games. Nah, I got the game. All the games I grew up on. I I got some cool ones. I got Mega Man and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I need to like. I need to get NBA <coughs> Jam on that motherfucker. I need to get. That'd be fine. Yeah, I need to. I got a. There's a, a program to download it. Mm-hmm. But or you can just buy it, like you know, a bright standing citizen. What do you mean? You could buy the game. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> I'm not buying it because the price is all jacked up. So I'm how not. Much is it. Pro- how much does it cost? Why would I buy one game when I could get thirteen thousand of them? I'm just saying. Yeah, I try not to do illegal things nowadays. I do be I do be streaming like some shows and stuff, but I don't nigga, know. please. Just, you know how many <laughs> fights we don't watch in this office, man? I aged out of like you know. I d- yeah, you're right. But you know we ain't paying for Jake Paul, Keith. I'm for sure not paying for Jake. Yeah. Paul. some stuff be like stupid expensive. Yeah. I think from I do I try to support the arts though like I try to like movies unless it's like a oh no I try to I try not to is what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Jay Z be like you need to buy title I'm like nah <laughs> I wait till you come to Spotify for <laughs> <laughs> you yeah but um but no that's real I think a lot of people um I know for me I just uh. You just life happens, and you you're on this journey trying to make money, and you're right. trying to get rich or whatever. And you just like sometimes somehow we created in our minds that um, playing video games is not conducive to where we're trying to go. So you yeah. just stop playing the game. Yeah. But I um <clears throat> I actually skipped the whole generation. Like I had the PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that when I was in college, um, and then I didn't get the PS Four. But now I have the uh, I got the PS Five for my birthday. And uh, I've been playing it, and it's like it takes a while. Like you really gotta like, like warm up to it in a sense. Like because yeah. with the PlayStation Five, a lot of a lot of um, I think we might have seen. I don't know if you sent me the TikTok or somebody, but it was it was basically talking about the difference in like the games we grew up on versus yeah. the games now and how everything is online and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's no like they don't put much emphasis on like the the storyline of the game right. and all that. Yeah. Right. So that that's a like a that's a thing and you know like you and games are super expensive. Yeah, it's $60 a game. Like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, up there. Um <clears throat> so uh but yeah, so I you know I just kind of started to dip my toe in the water but uh, I played a game uh it's called Overwatch. Um, it was, I, I think it's a pretty popular game. I barely started. I did like the training for it and stuff like that. So I've only played it like two times. What but, is the game? What's it, what's it about? Uh, I don't know. It's like all these like role playing. I'm uh, not role playing, but the like the first person shooters and stuff mm, like that. Okay. It's it's kind of like that. So I think it's it's. I guess it's like an iteration of the Call of Duties and That's all dope, these other games. Yeah. Shout out, <clears throat> shout out to Keith's girlfriend, man. Yeah. She she copped in the PS Five. Yeah, I thought that's important because if your girl not getting you a PS Five, man, you need to break up with her, man. No, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> a PS Five and some head. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you brought the other women away. <laughs> yeah, man. That that's yeah. it's. I, I don't. I have a PS Four still. I haven't upgraded. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I just use it for. Um, 
like like streaming and stuff. Yeah, streaming and shit, and like watching Netflix. Netflix and all mm-hmm. these other streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. But I bought the show, the baseball game, tennis, and some a few other ones, and mm-hmm. I hardly play them, man. Yeah, hardly. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen, I probably just end up getting a PS Five, yeah. just finding some good titles. Yeah, you know, or get what he called those things, <clears throat> Steam Decks. What is that? It's where you just get it's like a bunch of uh, what do you call those games? Those what they call them ROMs or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. That you literally could just download a bunch of old ass games, like mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is be able to play <clears throat> NBA Jam online. That to mm-hmm. me would be dope as fuck. That would be fire if they if they allow if they, I don't know if you can or not, mm-hmm. but instead of just playing the computer, I want to play somebody yeah. like online on fucking NBA Jam. That's I'd be on if, <clears throat> if we could do that, I would be playing that shit all motherfucking day. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to actually start like an esports like uh, team. Of like, I don't know, just call it whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Blue Giant, you know, sports or whatever, and then mm-hmm. have like a couple people, like my brother, my younger brother, and like a couple other people, like five, because they be make it's like a real thing. Like I think Drake invested in like an esports team or something like oh, that. Oh wow! And like uh, uh, Bronny James, he's on like an esports team, but wow. you know, they they're they're becoming like the the you know to some people's eyes like really gamer like real gamers. They're becoming like the Michael Jordans and the Steph Currys of, uh, you know, of like esports. And there's real like athletes, like sports, uh, esports guys out there. That's pretty. They famous. had like a. They be having full fledged tournaments wearing jerseys and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was this. It was this one dude that was fucking shit up. He was just eating like drinking Slurpees and shit, just playing all day. Yeah. It's like damn. He had like a big chain, a gold chain. I'm like, these guys are making money. Yeah, they be they be doing their thing, man. And it's a lot of like tournaments that be happening around the country and stuff. One thing I won't do because I get so infuriated and it's maybe because I've gotten old and I just don't have the muscle memory anymore because I don't really play 2K. But I'm not playing nobody online for 2K. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of you niggas just don't got no job or something because mm-hmm. you're just too good. Yeah. Like you're just way too good. Yeah. And, and then I remember one time I got my ass whooped so bad. That I messaged the person, I was like, "Good game, bro." And I somehow, for some reason, I asked him his age. I was like, "Man, how old are you, man?" He's like, oh, "I'm 12." I'm uh, like, "Nigga, <laughs> I got beat by a 12 year old like this? God damn, dude!" He's old enough to be his dad. He over here killing you. Yeah, man, you yeah. beating the shit out of a 37 year old man. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> man. This is crazy, man. Yeah, I don't want to be playing those kids no more, and they keep blowing me out because I'm gonna start saying some shit. Yeah. They blow me out like you ain't never gonna be shit. <laughs> no, nah, I said, I, I mean, obviously they got a little bit more time than you do to to play the video game. Yeah, some I, of these kids I was get good, man. I was pretty good, man. I was pretty good at games though. Like, yeah, you know. But the the newer ones, the this Madden here need to be significantly <clears throat> different. Mm-hmm. This next gen PS Five Madden, if this one is not what it's supposed to be, they need to allow another fucking product to be out there because. Different, Madden, different companies. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see fucking NFL 2K. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you that shit would be better than this fucking Madden. This Madden shit yeah. is ridiculous, man. I mean, what they're doing in uh in basketball, you know, I think I think if they did have 2K a, starting to fall off now though. Who? It's not it's not it's not, Yeah, I'm hearing that. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I heard it was it was falling off. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the golden it was some golden eras of 2K. I think mm-hmm. one of the golden eras to me was that 08 one. That motherfucker was good. 
Mm-hmm. And then the one we played. They had a run. I think the 2011 version was like the game of the year. That motherfucker like that. was, that's when I was whooping your ass on. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. A 2K11. Was it 12? 2K11. Not, I think it was 2K12. 2K12. I was, oh, man, I was smoking you. Yeah, it had to be 12. It wasn't 11. It was you mm-hmm. and your brother. I beat mm-hmm. you like two straight. Then your brother played. I beat him too. And mm-hmm. then I played you again. Mm-hmm. And then you beat me at one time, mm-hmm. and then I beat your brother again. I was just killing y'all online. Then y'all was like, "Oh, my internet messed up." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Nigga, stop lying and take this L." Yeah, I don't remember the excuses, <laughs> but you definitely did beat us. I was killing y'all so bad. I think I was playing with the Lakers too. Mm-hmm. I was just Kobe was just ridiculous on that shit. Yeah, I remember. I was I did my brother dirty too because it was my game, but he was you know he would play it a lot. But uh, I remember when I. Is you just want to get your get back? So you'd be like, bro, let me let me just hop on it one more time. You're yeah. just sitting there like, dang man, like I want to play too. So, but yeah, two K is two K is fun. I, I don't know, I, my brother be playing, and I don't know like how how good it is or how fun it is, but I know he'd be on there. <clears throat> yeah, man, mm-hmm. I, I miss the old Madden. The older mm-hmm. the older Madden games were so much better than these new ones. Yeah, just they had so much shit, and mm-hmm. these new ones, man, they they glitch. The graphics are nowhere near where they should be. You know, based on the type of system, like mm-hmm. it, it, this, it's it's too much of a comparison between uh, the PS4 and PS5. It's not dramatically different to me. I think, I think the thing that ruined the game is when they try to make it too realistic. Yeah, like I I thought the way that they used to run, like even just the way they ran the on momentum. the old the old Maddens, mm-hmm. like just the the way they. You stride, stride and like, the smoothness, but then when they started like to, it was it was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. They started doing the whole body suits and really mimicking how people ran, and it was one of those games where they they just looked like they were skating across the grass. Yeah, it looked so stupid. Looked stupid. Yeah, I think that shit started in when when the PS three came out is mm-hmm. when that shit started. So mm-hmm. that that's like oh eight oh eight oh nine ish right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. When that when that shit came out with the PS3, that shit was it trash. Was like gliding across the field. Yeah, this, yeah, it just wasn't great. And then they kind of stuck with that right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But the older Maddens, they had the animated look. Mm-hmm. And I like the way the pads and shit look. They could have, if you could take that as a foundation and upgrade that. Mm-hmm. I know we're boring some people that don't like games, but I'm sorry. Um <laughs> if they could take that as the foundation and and kind of upgrade that and build off that, I think you could make a great Madden game now. Yeah, but the shit they're doing with this, I don't know, man. This looks weird, man. Yeah, I don't know. And this but, man was so bad that they they literally had really bad glitches that mm-hmm. made that they had people with like the wrong names, and mm. I'm like, this is fucking. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> another one. A game that's catching some steam. I, th- I think I sent it to you guys in the group chat, but um, they have a boxing game now. It's like an online yeah, uh, oh, yeah. boxing game that they it's have. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. It's PC only, I think. Yeah, so that that one is catching some traction. So, and they, I don't know how they're doing it. They got the rights to like you know the boxers because you know boxers is yeah. it's a little bit different than like the NFL, like being under one umbrella. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how old a lot of you guys are, but they had a game back in the day called Knockout Kings. That was a fucking great game by EA Sports. Mm-hmm. Great boxing, probably the best boxing game ever. Nah, Fight Night was fire. Fight Night was fire, but it was mm-hmm. the prequel to that mm-hmm. was um, Knockout Kings. Mm-hmm. 
Knockout Kings was the prequel, and they just basically changed the name. Fight Fight Night was really good. Actually, the one on PS3 was really good. Fight Night, that one was probably that the best was probably one. the best Beca- one. It was so good because probably like four years, probably like four years, it was still like decent. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, like the amount of work that they put into the game. It never like because you know sometimes you, like if you play Madden, if you play a certain older version of Madden, and then you go to the next year. It's like a complete upgrade, and he like, damn, I can't play this no more. The graphics is trash. Yeah, but on Fight Night, it was like they still look good for like yeah, three years in a row. They did. Mm-hmm. They had like a part in the game where you go to like jail and you got a bare knuckle to fight mm-hmm. this dude, mm-hmm. and it just look and it's different because the dude is like, like prison fighting you, mm-hmm. and it's like it's hard to beat him. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a really cool game. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, it's a really cool game. I I think uh, they need to um, the UFC. They're gonna probably end up upgrading that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the UFC games are good. The UFC games are good. I think they're just tough because it's just so much. So technical. Yeah, so much movement, so many different ways and grappling and striking and all this stuff. Like, I think that, you know, they got their hands full trying to make yeah. that. Like, you low key really got to know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to play the motherfucker. Once they get me on the ground, I lose. Yeah. It's like, fuck, you got me in the arm bar again? God mm-hmm. damn it. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Fighting games in general are hard. But I, yeah, I hope they bring the one that's on PC. I'm sure it's catching so much um, traction. They're gonna start, yeah. They're gonna start putting it on PlayStation and stuff like I that. The, I wonder if they'll cross-platform it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be able to play somebody from PC, play them on PS5. I think they're doing that now with some of those other online games. Really? Mm-hmm. Or for like Xbox? Yeah, like some of the shooting games and Call of Duty and stuff like that. I think you can. I think you can play different like Xbox players and stuff. I'm not. I'm not sure. I might be. I might be lying, but I think that is the case. Yeah, that's dope, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, video games. Even, you know, what I've been doing, too, is I've been playing Tetris. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I downloaded it on my phone, and I just be playing. It's like, you know, it's just something to do when, uh, you know, you just kind of bored or you waiting. I know you got an appointment at a, the doctor or whatever, and you just sitting in the chair waiting, you know. So, yeah, I got a baseball game on my phone. I haven't played it very often, but mm-hmm. it, but it's fucking dope. I think it's called Three Strikes. Mm-hmm. No, this is the best. Ba- this is the best mobile baseball game. Mobile Never. games is getting crazy. They are. Yeah. It's called uh uh nine innings. Nine mm-hmm. innings baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's from They got the like major league baseball players? Yeah, they got real players. Mm-hmm. The, there's fucking Mike Trout is on the cover of it. Oh. But yeah, these are really good games. The pitching, everything. It's just like playing it like on a mm-hmm. PS4. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking good. I wonder how much those cost to develop. Some I don't of those know. Games. But I've been playing that. I've been literally playing this baseball game. Um <sighs> I've been playing this baseball game since 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 2010. Yeah, 2010. I was playing it. And I was like, this is dope. And then I got my homie on it. And then I got literally most people that worked at that call center, I got them downloading that baseball game. Mm. That game was so fucking fun. That's dope. But it gets technical. Like when <laughs> you start playing good teams, they start cheating. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, this nigga hit a grand yeah. slam. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or they'll yeah. they'll call some a strike and it's like not in the strike zone. You'd be like, motherfucker, that was outside the strike zone. Mm. Like you really be sitting there mad. Like, I need to turn this game off. Yeah. That's what sport sports games would do that to you. Like oh, you get yeah. really invested in like, you know, like trying to really win. Hell yeah. And mm. you could tell when the game starts cheating. Mm-hmm. Like NBA 2K had this mode where you could play classic teams. Mm-hmm. And I played Magic Johnson. I think I played the old Laker team or something, or I just mm-hmm. played like a Legends team. Mm-hmm. 
And man, them once like you could start beating them and scoring on them, and all of a sudden, third quarter come, Magic still the ball, then dunk it. <laughs> then the ball go to Larry Bird, Larry Bird shoot a three and make it. Yeah. Then you get fouled, ball come out, they don't call it. You're like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Jerry West scored 45 points. What the fuck? Yeah. Nobody can stop Jerry West. Yeah. Jeez, Jerry West might have been worse than Kobe on there. Really? Oh man. Jerry West starts shooting. He just makes it every time. Yeah, when you the logo, that's what it looked like. It's like, ain't this a bitch? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Fucking Elgin Baylor going off on you. Yeah. This is this is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, man, I strongly suggest whoever you are. Um, is, is your girl in the games too or no? Uh, I don't think so. Not really. I mean, uh, kind of like some of the older games. Okay. Playing. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be surprised. There's some girls that really are into games. Mm-hmm. I seen this TikTok that had me busting up. Mm-hmm. She said, ladies, instead of yelling at your man and getting mad because he owned the game, join Just him. play with him. She's yeah. like, hey, this shit fun, low key. I see why this nigga be playing the game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's a, it's a thing like, it's a, I think sometimes, I know, a guy, I know guys do, it goes both ways, but guys do a lot of stuff that they don't necessarily want to do in the name of like relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa. It would be dope. I'm sure like the guy wouldn't mind. You know, if the girl was really invested, not just being like, you know, just not just being like a bother, like, yeah. you know, to be one. But if she was really invested in like playing along, I think that would be like, I think that would be fun you, for you. You know guy. what, ladies? You know what I'm encourage you to do? I want you to just grab a motherfucking stick, just gra- grab, grab the the controller, the second controller, and be like, I want to play. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, No, no, just just leave it alone. Like, look, I want to play. Mm-hmm. Let me play the game. Mm-hmm. And you might be trash. No, this is what you do when your man is not. You gotta around, practice first. You gotta practice. Yeah, you can't just like I know for me if I'm like if I'm like the two K guy, I'm playing online. My record is decent. Yeah, and she like, babe, let's play. I'd be like, oh, I'm about to smack her, but I don't even want to like. <laughs> I don't I, like you want to play competitive games, but yeah. if she did like put the work in and she was like, and then you hop on the, I think it works better, you know, especially if a girl hasn't had played a lot of games to play like a team. Like a team shooting game when it's like, you know, like a Call of Duty where it's like yeah. five of y'all on a team versus the five other people where y'all playing together and you, you know, you getting it in. But like, it's not, you're not playing like against her, you know. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, it kind of like um, lessens the, the the competitive, you know, disadvantage between the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like whenever your man is gone or something or he at the <clears> gym <throat> or he, whatever he doing. Yeah. Pick up the game and start practicing. <laughs> Do it for like 45 minutes, an hour and a half, and then yeah. turn the game off. Don't say nothing. Yeah. And then wait till you hop on the game and then get on there and just start playing. No, it's different now. Like, um, like yeah, my girl, she'll, she'll play like, uh, she has like a Nintendo Switch, so she plays like the Donkey Kong game oh, and stuff okay, like yeah. that. But um, the PlayStation is like hard to turn off. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you got to really know what you're doing with the turn. Back in the day, you used to just press the power yeah, button. you can't do that anymore. No, nah, you got to. It's a whole system. You got to hold this and then click down and click <laughs> over and then shut it off the right way. Yeah, you, you, that's true. Yeah. It's a you know what? I seen, I seen this dude that was about to cry because his girlfriend just did the most nastiest thing to him. She went and deleted his character off of 2K. Yeah. And he had had, like, it took him forever to build that up. It's a lot of work. I remember, like, I don't even know I had that experience. I would probably, like... He was, like, about to cry. I'd probably flip out. He was super Just mad. because... He, he told her to leave. It's, like, yeah, it does, it's so point. Like it's so pointless. Like, we can communicate. You don't have to, like, try to prove a point by doing some backhanded stuff. But um, I remember, like, my little brother, like, on the old Game Boys, you... There was no, like... Uh, 
there's no profiles or nothing. So you're just playing the game through. You know what I mean? So if oh. you have like you have Pikachu and then you 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 uh get Pokemon and you collecting all these Pokemon and all this stuff, and your Pokemon are getting experience points and all this stuff. And I remember my little brother started over. Oh, I was devastated. No. I was crying. I was so mad. But yeah, no, because when you because you can you you could put like continue or you can put new game, and it made it so easy to start over. He just started the game over, and when I turned it, I went home, turned the game on. I was about to play, and nigga, I was like meeting Professor Xavier, not <laughs> not Professor Xavier. I forget the guy's name, but I was meeting the professor again, and I'm like, nigga. And then I thought, it, I try to like, I'm like, no, this can't be true. Like, this, is a, this, is a, this is a glitch. Yeah, I was devastated. Yeah. You know, back in the day, um, they they you would get so far in games or certain games that did allow you to have a starting point, but you had to put in a code. Mm-hmm. Like you had to have, you had to save it at a certain spot. Mm-hmm. And then you put in like a code. And that, that happened with, um, uh, it was a punch out game. I think it was called yeah, punch out. One of them, the punch out game and some other one. But yeah, if you don't got that shit and you got to start over, it's the most defeating feeling, bro. Playing yeah. a fucking video game, man. Yeah. So I know some of y'all think it's funny. Some of ladies that might listen, if your man is like, he losing something and he lose all of mm-hmm. what he created, and you like, oh, it's not even a real game. Calm down. Yeah. It's like, man, you don't know how it feels to fucking have to start yeah. all the way over on Sonic the Hedgehog, bro. Yeah. It's I like, mean, what would fuck, be the man? equivalent for like? The, the average woman. I don't even know if there's like a similar experience. Imagine if your period started out just took your pads away. That <laughs> is crazy. What's wrong? This nigga's crazy. Imagine that, right? Yeah. Being padless on your period, that's a fucked yeah. up thing to do, right? Or imagine getting over your period. It's that last, that last day where all the cramps is going and stuff like that. And the next day you wake up, you got way more cramps. And it's like double time. No, imagine <laughs> if you're on your last day of cramps, right? And it's like getting lesser. And I just take your mite all away. And you don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that crazy. may not even be as, as bad. Because yeah. you, you like with the games, you put so much time in. You put you put hours and hours and hours and you know trips across town and you know like sitting in the car with your parents and all this stuff. And then like yeah, or like you know for that guy, I don't know. I think I think they just don't get it, and I think that's that's the biggest thing. Nah. But yeah, that is grounds to break up. Like if you if you think your boyfriend is playing the game too much, like you just got to have a conversation about it. Deleting that is not going to bring yeah, make him want to hang out this, with you. Don't delete this game. And women, I think a lot of times women laugh at, like, because I guess, like, a video game is fictional, right? Mm-hmm. But so is your makeup. That's not real either. That's facts. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you just going to make fun of my video game? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't say nothing about your makeup when you be throwing it on like that. Like, yeah. that's why, like, it's, we all have our own things. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just respect our things. Yeah. And you don't even have to understand it. Just respect it. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, folks, to all the gamers out there, I know we missed a lot of things you probably wanted to. Like, it's real gamers that like, they're not talking about the megawatts and the fucking. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they're probably so entrenched in gaming that they're like, you guys missed so many valuable points. And I want you guys to like chime in. If you made it this far to the podcast and you're really a gamer like that, hop up in the comments. DM me or DM Mm -hmm. Keith. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and we could probably you know expand more on it in the future. Yeah, or tell me the games to play. Like I'm, <coughs> I'm just getting back into it. Imagine I'm about to start going. I'm about to start a gaming camera, gaming channel like Kevin Edwards. I was about to say that. Imagine if it just turned into a fucking. Yeah. We had like a whole channel outside of this, but it was gaming. Yeah, gaming. A, a gaming's mind podcast. <laughs> gaming's mind. <laughs> yeah, that was fire. And we just play games and suck. <laughs> just getting beat up. These niggas trash. You Podcasting imagine the comments? While gaming, I'd be crazy. Y'all need to just go back to talking. Y'all trash. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's cool. I don't mind losing. You know, yeah. like this nigga don't even know how to play Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people there for it. It's some people that's elite, but they probably don't actually say any words. Yeah. And then I think some people is some other people's just there for the entertainment. Yeah, because it was funny too, is like that some of the some of the the biggest Twitch guys, like AD's on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But like the, somebody said they really don't they like the conversation. Yeah. You know, they're not worried about it. They really worry about all the yeah. gaming. Mm-hmm. But I would love to like literally play a game and have like two cameras, one on me playing the game and then one on me just talking. Yeah. And then uh they probably get to see how bad I am at games mm-hmm. and be like, this nigga trash, but he's entertaining. Yeah, that's all, that's all it's about, <laughs> just a conversation. Uh, mm. I'd be like, hey, who want to hop on the game? They'd be like, yeah. nah, I ain't hopping with you. You trash. You be mean a lot of people. I know I know people that have met like celebrities on there, like just playing. Uh, Kyrie hopped on one time. Yeah, they just playing different things and you end up playing like, you might be on there with Kevin Durant or something like that. Kyrie hopped on, but he had like a real character of him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, it's really Kyrie, man. It's Kyrie. <laughs> and they was all trying to send him like game requests or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, let me hop up and play with you, man. Let me play with mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I know that got to be crazy. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? It's like a, a, a it's like a, the court. Like it's like the playground or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. On 2K, yeah. Yeah. People mm-hmm. be living in their own little world, man. Like, mm-hmm. What's kind of weird is that the way that they developed that world on the game, like you, the people that play that game the most, like they like become that world. Mm-hmm. Like they going into the little weight room and agility room mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah, getting fat in real life. Yeah, getting fat. Yo, yo, <laughs> the player is super ripped up and cut. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a skinny. Like buff white dude, mm-hmm. and you like fat, short, and black. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> Character's head is all green with shades and shit. Yeah, like, you gotta the, hit the real gym, bro. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Switching gears. Um, Wells Fargo um, had some technical <clears throat> issues recently. Um, we'll get into it. You would think, why would a bank have technical issues? Why? With my money. Wells Fargo says technical issue causing customers to report missing deposits. The bank sought to reassure frustrated customers with uh, that their accounts remain secure and said it was working to resolve the issue. Doesn't sound very secure to me. Mm -hmm. Um, In response to the complaints uh, on Twitter, Wells Fargo representative said that the issue may be leading customers to see incorrect balances or missing transactions, but that their accounts continue to be secure. Wells Fargo said in the statement on Friday afternoon that it was aware that some customers' direct deposit transactions are not showing on their accounts. We are working quickly on a resolution and apologize for the inconvenience, the statement said. The bank issued a new statement Saturday saying it was working to resolve the issue, which was affecting some customers who weren't able to to see direct deposit transactions in their accounts. Wells Fargo said... The issue would be resolved no later than Saturday, March 11th, and it's Sunday, and it's still not fixed. Um, (laughs) The bank added it would refund fees uh, incurred by the issue. Ladies and gentlemen, banks are not secure, and I think that it's becoming more and more apparent. Um, 
we see Wells Fargo has been a part of some shit over the years. Mm-hmm. One, they got busted for creating fake accounts. <laughs> Just creating a bunch of accounts, right? These massive corporations or these massive banks can get away with doing shit like that. Nobody goes to jail. A bunch of people get inconvenienced and they moved on. You notice that these big-ass companies are always doing fucked-up shit mm-hmm. and there's no repercussions. You can literally spill fucking hundreds, millions of gallons of toxic waste in the fucking ocean. Mm-hmm. No one goes to jail. You could spill chemicals in the middle of Ohio. Nobody goes to jail. You could fuck up everyone's deposits at a bank. No one goes to jail. Mm-hmm. But if me and Keith did a fraction of that, if I accidentally spilled a chemical in the middle of the street on Ming Avenue, they would lock me up. <laughs> they say, hey, man, you poured a gallon of bleach on the street. That's that's not biodegradable. Put your hands behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. But these motherfuckers get to do this shit? Yeah. Like, that's wild, man. Um, yeah, I would strongly suggest for people to go the old-fashioned way. You could keep some of your money in the bank, but don't keep it all there. And since they've proven that banks are not secure and they could, your money could just poof, disappear like a fucked up magic trick, you might as well keep like 60% of the money on you, get you a safe with a good lock on it, and get a gun. Because mm-hmm. if I need to get to my money, I could get to my money. But if the bank takes all of my fucking money, now I'm at the mercy of the bank begging them, please, baby Jesus, can you please help me get my money back? Yeah. But That's why uh, banks generally crash is, or, or the, the economy crashes a lot of times is because, um, you know, when in a time of crisis, uh, people go to the bank and they're trying to get their money out. But obviously the bank doesn't hold X amount of like, you know, there may be like 100,000 uh, Wells Fargo customers or something like that. But if everybody wanted to withdraw their money at the same time then you know the bank would they wouldn't they wouldn't have all the capital to give it give it out so then that's how the economy crashes yeah man mm-hmm. that that ain't this this is this is a very bad thing mm-hmm. it's very bad and banks want to brainwash you to believe like oh you need the bank you know or people say what if somebody robs you and you have your money bro the bank is robbing you yeah if i have $750,000 mhm and i check my account and i don't see money I might die of a heart attack. Like, <laughs> where the fuck is my money? Don't yeah. tell me we apologize and we'll get back to you. No. Mm-hmm. I need to see my money now. Mm-hmm. You know what needs to happen now? What needs to happen is every time you go to your online account, there needs to be a digital receipt that is printed every time. You know when you go to ATM personally and then you print out your receipt Mm -hmm. and it shows you how much money you have left? I think every time you do that, there should be a program that literally records that every time. Mm -hmm. So what will happen is you could go and reference that like, hey, this is the code. This is how much money was in my account. Mm -hmm. Because now you got to play a game of prove it to me. Mm -hmm. And that ain't good. If you said, hey, I had $13,000 in my account. Mm -hmm. Why is there only $6,000? Oh, well, we're working on the other... Um, seven thousand dollars that's in there, but we need um, seven to fifteen business days, like seven to fifteen business days for my money. Yeah, are you out of your fucking mind? Mm-hmm. No, dude. That's why you are better off, like probably keeping sixty percent of it cash. Mm-hmm. There was a dude. There was this older white guy that walked into Wells Fargo. This oh man, this had to be like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. 
and I was getting him, I was cashing one of my little checks I had at the time. Mm-hmm. This dude was mad as fuck. He went up to the window. He said, hey, they actually pulled him to the side. He had that much money. And he said, I want all of it. <laughs> and they said, excuse He's me, He's trying sir? to cash the check? No, he wasn't trying to cash no check. He was taking oh, all his, his money out of pulling all his money out of the bank. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, <clears throat> sir, well, we have some options. He said, I don't want no options. I want all my money now. Mm-hmm. So they had to go to the side. He had to wait. And then when he left, that motherfucker had a satchel. Really? He had a satchel. Like that, a Wells, what, what, what bank was it? It was the Wells Fargo that's on, it's on Panama. Mm-hmm. Panama Lane, across from the McDonald's in the Albertsons parking lot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's that Wells Fargo. I think it's right next to the T-Mobile. Yeah. He went in there, and he was very, like, he was mad. But he was, it was like controlled rage. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want my money now. So he was just done with Wells Fargo or what? I guess he was done with them. When old rich people get mad, they're like, I want it now. I wonder how much money he had. He probably, the way it looked, it, it, the, it, the satchel, whatever they call like it. How big thing, was it? He, it was, he couldn't fit it in his hand. Yeah. He I put, mean, just give me a, like a. He put it in his hand. Oh, and it was like enough out. to hold it. Oh, okay. It was enough to hold it, but it was. But probably big bills, though. It was exceeding his hand. Mm-hmm. It was going up to his wrist. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know how they give you those deposit bags? Mm-hmm. They had a big one, mm-hmm. like one that was bigger than the ones they normally have. It's like the regular one with the zipper on it, mm-hmm. but this one was bigger. Yeah, I got one over there somewhere. Yeah, but this one's a little bigger. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to him, and he walked out of there. That probably had to be he might straight hundreds. He might have had over a hundred racks, hundred racks. He probably had over a hundred thousand. Mm. If if I really knew, I probably would have hit him in his head. But I <laughs> didn't know. You know? <laughs> yeah, he would have been, been in prison for a long time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a prison mind podcast. <laughs> Be just me and Eddie on the phone. Like this <laughs> nigga shot to rape me today. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but the crazy thing is, like, I was just like, wow. Like, yeah. I I just knew the guy. I didn't hear the dollar amount, so I'm not gonna sit up here and make up a story. Mm-hmm. But that dude wanted his money now. Yeah. He probably opened, I don't know what bank he went to with that money, but damn. Mm. Yeah. Whenever you got that much money though, you can't just have cash. You need to have um, you need to have information linked to that money because they could try to get you for a conspiracy of sales. Mm-hmm. The, if the police pull you over, they'll assume that those bills are unmarked and it came from you selling drugs. No bullshit. Mm-hmm. This dude had $50,000 in cash and they took his money from him. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, we're, we're going to need to investigate this money. The police did. Yeah. They ended up firing the cop and they got the dude like most of his money back, but not all of it. He said, I want all my money. I have $50,000. Where's the rest of my money? So I guess they're going to give it back to him, but they kept a lot of it as evidence. That's stupid. These niggas are stealing. Ain't nobody stupid. Yeah. First of all, if you investigate my money, what 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 like what metric do you use to yeah, determine? You, yeah, how does it? I, I guess you, it's just a waiting game, really. Yeah. Like, there's you, no way to really investigate money. It's just a dollar bill. I would highly suggest anybody that's pulling out large sums of money that you need to get that bank receipt and have it with that money and don't let it separate from that money. Because if they stop you and say, hey, where'd you get this from? I said, I got this from Wells Fargo, my bank. I took all this money out of there right now, and you legally can't touch it, so leave me alone. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm not telling the cops I got money. Yeah. That money going to be somewhere hidden. Yeah. I'm also not getting pulled over. Like, you know, I'd be, I'd be driving a speed limit. Obviously, you can get pulled over just randomly, but 
I don't know. I'm I don't know right now. Over. You look kind of thuggish right now, Keith. <laughs> I don't know, man. Nah, I'm not getting pulled over. You look uh, thug adjacent. <laughs> 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 yeah, I look- ain't got pulled over in like... It's been some years, probably like 10 years. You look like you'd be in a 90s rap video right now. <laughs> it's the thuggish, ruggish bomb. <laughs> it's the thuggish, ruggish bomb. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think I think it is important to... I don't have cash. Um, I'm not going to act like I do. But I think, um, you know, that just the, the trust in the banks is like... They, proven over and over again that like one they're just bad businesses you know they got bailed yeah. out a lot of these banks got bailed out multiple times i think the thing that's most concerning for me about about these banks is is really the fact that when covid hit not even covid when george floyd's situation happened all these banks was like yo we're investing into black businesses fill out this application if you're a black business owner we want to give you some type of relief and all these things and then that was just we never seen what really happened, and that reminds me of that. Um, I think it was a Pepsi, uh, Pepsi airplane, private private airplane thing that she was telling me about. Like, you know, they talked a big game. Like, we going we going uh, give all this money out, and um, me being a business owner, I never seen like the 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 back end of what that looked like. It was just the uh, you know the people saying it up front, like. You know, having all these commercials and all these like ads all over social media talking about the money that they're going to give and it, it just never happened. So I think that, uh, you know, I don't know. I just there's there's a certain level of convenience that comes with these banks. But at the same time, like, I don't know, just even the guy going in there and being like, yo, I want all my money and they having to like have a conversation about it. Like, dude, it's his money. You know what I yeah. mean, and I and I even for me like I've there's been a couple times where I put a certain like I think if it's over like five thousand dollars, they put a hold on your on yeah. Your check it's like come like, on, you know, at least like two weeks or whatever, and it's like yo, this is my money. Like I, this I is, don't like this. I, I worked for this, or whatever. I don't like your little games. You know what it is though. A lot of these things went into place because there was a lot of drug money that was cycling in and out of banks, especially <laughs> in Florida. Uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. You, you guys, you need to check out a documentary called um, Cocaine Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Really good. I don't know if you've seen it before. Mm-mm. Yeah. Most of Florida at that time, especially in the 80s, was this cocaine building, all these buildings. It was all, all it was a bunch of banks that start popping up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons of banks. And it was because they were laundering money. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess these banks want to be ethical and moral all of a sudden. And it's like, man, we know what y'all about. Yeah, we know you're willing to bargain your soul. You, we know what's going on, buddy. But it, it's it's not really the bank; it's the government. The government is the one that's doing all the investigating with the money. What well, the government doing it now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, but I'm, I'm the, saying it's not. I think I'm saying the banks don't have morals. Still, I'm saying it's yeah. the government, the <laughs> ones that are. Yeah, yeah. But usually, the prequel to all of these things are corruption, right? Mm-hmm. Corruption or accidents. Like when whenever there's like accidents that happen at a. Well, let's say, for example, they have these practices involved to keep you safe. Like, you must wear a hard hat and steel toe boots and all of this. That's because a nigga got his foot chopped off and somebody's brain came out their head. That's why they make you wear the safety stuff, because the prequel to that was somebody dying. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's no different than these banks. There's a lot of cocaine going around, Mm -hmm. and now the government's like, we got to stop in. We got to stop in, or we have to create some type of moral balance to check yeah. these people mm-hmm. when the same government will administer 
uh, motherfucking uh, all this legal shit. Yeah, and some of these origin stories stories be wild. Like you'll see, like it could be like the the most like common sense thing that that people are doing. Like it could be something like you know, do, do not submerge your toaster in water or something like that. And no like, shit. Why? Like why is this even like duh? Well, <laughs> you know, at this, you know, Keith, we'll we'll say that, but. We also live in a country where motherfuckers ate Tide Pods. So, yeah. yeah, they thought that eating detergent would be a mm-hmm. cool trend. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers was eating condoms. Yeah. Condoms go on your dick, not in your stomach. Yeah. You supposed to put a condom on your dick and put it in her stomach. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 I don't, know, I don't know who started that whole stomach thing. Yeah, that's the funny part is like I'm, I'm not going that deep. I'm not hitting no stomach. Yeah, I'm not hitting no stomach either. But the the funny part is like even to invent condoms, it had to be like years and years of STDs and viruses and stuff that was spreading around for people to finally be like, yo, we got to invent something for people to stop spreading STDs around. I feel bad for people that wore condoms in the '80s though. Why? Because that was like the first. Well, it wasn't the first wave of condoms. Like but they didn't feel good. Man, them condoms had to feel like you had a fucking catcher's mitt on your dick. <laughs> You'd be like, nigga, I'm about to go to first base with this pussy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Literally minute. Big leather condom on your dick, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. It's probably risking it all. Man. Yeah. I'd rather get chlamydia than have this rug burn on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go outside like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's <laughs> wild. When did condoms come out? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the fifties, man. Fifties? No, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna say the forties. Let me see. When did condoms? Uh, oh, here it is. No fucking way. There is no way this is accurate, dude. It says created around 1858. These early rubber condoms only covered the glands of the penis. Oh, dang. They were known in Europe as American. What is a gland of a penis? I'm reading it. They were known in Europe as American tips. In 1869, rubber condoms became full length, but with a seam down the middle, which made them uncomfortable. Uh, uh, What the fuck? 1800s? OG condoms. Damn. That's That's super early. I thought it was way later than that. Oh my God. But they called it, they just put like on, it was just on the tip. Dang. Wow. So they had, people was using condoms back before slavery was abolished. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. (laughs) Damn, that is wild. Just put it on the tip. Yeah, that's what it says, man. They called that shit American. They were known in Europe as American tips. I wonder if that worked, because if that mug just fall off, then it's like. Some girls be having this. That stuff be too tight, man. Swallowing something. And then you pull it out and you just got nothing on your dick now. God damn it. You pregnant now. Fuck. (laughs) No, I'll be like this. You got it on there. Everything's going good. And you just like, I guess you're pregnant now. Yeah. You'd be like, dang, I, I'm, I wasted two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. That's not how much a condom no, costs. Condoms are expensive, huh? Condoms. The box is expensive. The uh, now, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it was funny and it was hilarious. I seen a, I seen a meme, and it showed um, 
it was like a, it was like this big old thing. It was like this, uh, you know how they make like fried chicken at like mm-hmm. stores, the store bought roasted chicken and fried chicken, mm-hmm. how it's all sitting there. And then it showed like a box of condoms left in the place where chicken was. Mm-hmm. And it said a decision was made this day. <laughs> Motherfucker got a chicken with a naked dick. <laughs> Jeez, man. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know how men can just have unprotected sex like that, though. Just rant with random. That, and it's like they like meet a girl at the club and go back home and they don't got nothing on. Like, what is going on in your mind to do that? Just risking it all. You just risking your whole life. It's like restroom. I think it's like a, a thrill for some people. I mean, what what's the thrill? Of just like, just like, I may get a STD, I may not. Nah, this, the, the worst case is like, and think about it, a woman that would just let you do that. Mm-hmm. Like, she just going, if she letting you do that, that means other dudes is doing that. Yeah. I don't even think, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're thinking about it that much. You're drunk, intoxicated, you know, there's like this, like, I don't know. There's just like, there's excitement in the unknown, I guess. I don't know, bro. That shit is that's wild though. Mm-hmm. That is like you are just you are just more than wild. Mm-hmm. I don't some know. Pe- some people are like, and even outside of the club, I think some people are like that. Like I've heard situations where like, um, or I've been in situations where it might be like a person that is on birth control or a person that like got they uh, t- uh, tubes tied or something like that. And they will offer it like, you know, like uh, in some capacity, like, hey, sorry, I'm, I'm not on my birth control right now. So you have to wear a condom. I'm like, what? Like, that wasn't a thought for me. Like, not 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 wearing a condom wasn't it never crossed my mind. So, you know, you're talking yeah, to man. the wrong person. I don't know why I was thinking about this. Remember that song back in the day with Usher? I want to make love in this club, mm-hmm. in this club. I think that came out of like 2009. Mm hmm. Some people took that shit literally because people were fucking. That was in, in there. The club. That was in the club, man. Yeah. yeah. And right now it's called Club Bricks, but back in the day when it first came out, it was the it was the best nightclub in town. It was called Cabana Palms, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget this. And it was popping at a popping VIP everything. It mm-hmm. was that's when it was actually dope to go out in Bakersfield, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude, you know, how it was you know the girls grind dancing on you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you see this nigga putting his buckle, belt buckle on and zipping his pants. I'm like, this dude was fucking on the dance floor. Really? Yeah. Dang. Dude was hitting from the back. Smacking those cheeks. That's why you, that's why you shouldn't be in nightclubs, man. Yeah. That's just, it's just, you got people bumping in you and it, like the capacity ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like it, you should not be, that, that's got to be a fire hazard. Yeah. <clears throat> all those people packed in there. My friend, uh, one of my friends, he, uh, through a rave like it was like this <laughs> it was pretty creative it's a pokemon rave wow yeah so it was like people dressed in like pokemon costumes it was like a rave rave but it was like a smaller like smaller like one of those raves yeah with the edm and stuff like wow. that uh but yeah it was just it was just like drunk people in there like dancing and stuff like that but it was it was definitely like this is this is really fun for some people, but I'm just sitting here looking like, damn, these people is. This motherfucker's dressed up like Charizards and shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, grinding on each other, dancing, wow. jumping, singing songs word for word. Wow, mm-hmm. niggas bricked up with a Charizard suit on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It'd be funny too when the music like. Yeah. Drop the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I used to really like Skrillex a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Skrillex was had some. Skrillex had some bangers. Mm-hmm. I think they're considered like that EDM type shit, right? I think so. Them and like what's the one dead dead mouths or dead mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. Those are probably like the the popular ones. I'm sure the people that are really into it, they'd be like, "Man, those guys are just like the pop. Those are just like the Justin Bieber's." But yeah. there's like over other guys that are like way better. Yeah, you don't know about technical technologies. They're the real ones. <laughs> technical technology. You don't know who that yeah. is, man. I'm telling you, you guys, you got you got to get on this one, man. Yeah. If you you know what's funny, some people if you display any interest in anything like that, even mm-hmm. if it's not your top interest, yeah. they just want to run down. Listen to this group. Listen yeah. to this one here, man. Listen to this one. You like you be like so out of the. You may only know like Dead Mouse, and they'd be like, "Dude, have you heard of like DJ Screwball? DJ Screwball is dope, man. Like the last <laughs> album he dropped. I'm like, dog, I just, I'm just semi familiar. I don't really want to get into it. Like I'm just that. trying to live, man. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to live. Yeah. But yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole like whole thing. But they, it was, it was crazy just because like I don't listen to that music at all. But it sounds good. Like the beats are always good. You know what I mean? Just because they're loud and they got a lot of bass well, and stuff like what's that. What's the one? What's the big event they have? Is it EDC? I think it's EDC. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, where people dress up and they, they be, skimpy clothes and stuff yeah, like that. people be yeah. in there like they be basically naked. Mm-hmm. I think some one chick went and just painted her shit on. Mm-hmm. It's like God damn. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely. It was. It wasn't that. That this one wasn't like super sexual. It was only one girl. She had like the fishnet. She looked like a. Uh, your boy's daughter walking through uh, Sears, but she had that kind of outfit on. <laughs> Finch would be like, why the fuck is my daughter at the store? What is she doing over here? I'm like, calm down, Vince. It's going to be yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. It was one dude I was trying to like, because you, know, uh, you know, our guy Freddie, he'd be like opening up the Pokemon packs yeah, and yeah. stuff like yeah, that yeah, and yeah, like yeah. looking for the rare cards. Yeah. And it was one guy who had a, a booth set up in there. So I was trying to chop it up with him. Like he came out and he was like, uh, he had his stuff like in a in a little bag. And I was like, yo, like, how'd you do in there? He's like, oh, it was okay. You know, I'm, you know, I did all right. And then uh, I was like, yo, like, what's, you got like an Instagram or something like that? And then like, I was asking him and he was saying like, something like exotic cards or something like that. Um, when I was trying to type it in and he, he just wasn't giving me the energy. Like he didn't, mm. like, he just didn't want to talk. And then like, Basically, like he ended up having it. He was like, Oh, my Uber is here. And I was like, All right, dog. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to potentially buy some cards. Like if I can make some money off of it or something. But yeah, he just, those cards be pricey. That fucking linebacker from the Raiders got like, what do you got, like $6 million? Really? For some cards. I sent you the link. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, the Raiders player, man, he made like $6 million off of Lingus Pokemon cards. Mm, that shit's that's crazy, money, man. man. That's- yeah, it was a couple cards he had. They were like, they they get graded too. I mm-hmm. guess you like send it in to some company and then they wrap it all up and then they put like a stamp of like authenticity on it and they grade it and stuff. What'd be funny too is it'd be like grown men like, oh my god, that's a fucking triple gold Charizard, man. Yeah. You're like, you don't know what that is. You're like, yeah. I don't know. Man, you know, I'm gonna say something. People don't probably remember this shit unless you you probably gotta be around my age to remember it, but pogs. Remember Pogs? The little circle things. The little circle mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. If you're around the age of 35 or older, you play Pogs. Yeah. And we used to have fucking Alf, like that show Alf, Alf Slammers and shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like that that was the big thing. That and Marbles. Marbles for sure. I Bro, I had a, the worst experience with Marbles. I remember, I think my mom might have gave me like a couple dollars and I went to the... Uh, 
It's called Blackstone Market. And uh-huh. then I bought like a bag of marbles. Yeah, a bag, yeah. Yeah. And we would play for keeps back in the day. Oh. Yeah. So I got a big old bag. Nigga took all your shit. <laughs> I got a big old bag. <laughs> and I went home. And we lived in this like, it was almost like projects, like a yeah. huge apartment complex. Um, and then like I was just playing this dude. And, you know, I was just playing. And then he just took a couple. And he took a couple more. Next thing you know, like 25, 30 marbles was just gone. <laughs> Nigga, he didn't have no remorse either. All you came back with was that little fishnet bag. I just had the fishnet. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, uh, I was I was into marbles big time, but I had a bunch of exclusive marbles. Mm-hmm. Like I had the clear marbles that had a little stripe inside. <laughs> yeah, but I also had the dark marbles. The cat eyes. Yeah, I had yeah I had a mm-hmm. bunch of them. Those mm-hmm. I had fucking uh, what do you call those? The boulders. The boulders. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had big I'm ones too. Everything, yeah. The boulders. Yeah, I had the boulders. All of those. Mm-hmm. And we used to be playing like hardcore, just going in and out. And I forgot even how to play this shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's been a long marbles time. Marbles was fine, man. Marbles was the was the they was the end thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think these kids now would ever play with that shit. These guys they got real technology now. Now kids be like some stuff be coming back. Like stuff like scooters is like randomly back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, mm-hmm. scooters It'd are be back. Cer- certain things that be kind of having like a re- regenerate. Like I don't call it regeneration, but like a new life. You know. I seen a nigga run out of gas on the electric scooter. That shit had me dying. Wait, how you run out of gas on the electric scooter? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like fuck, man. Fuck. Because <laughs> you know how they go on the sidewalk? Or, or you mean right, the, it, 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 the thing died? I don't think it, it, it probably didn't run out of gas. It probably didn't run out of gas. Yeah. But he just was like, fuck, man. <laughs> that shit was going. He's, He's like, There's one dude in the neighborhood. He like, um, he uh like over there where I live, like he rides his bike downtown every day and he got one of one of those electric bikes. But he, he looks like he might be like a lawyer or some type of like paralegal or something like is that. Is he on a, is he has a suit on? Yeah, he I, not a suit, like a full suit, but he is like dressed up. Like wow. A, like a button up t shirt and he'd just be riding at work with his helmet on and stuff. Every day. That's one thing I can't do, man. I'd rather hurt my head. I ain't wearing that fucking thing. The helmet? Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do shit anyways. Mm-hmm. The whole side of your face is exposed. Mm-hmm. Those helmets don't work when you fall on your face. No, nah, I'm wearing a helmet. If I'm wearing, maybe if I'm like on an electric thing, I'm wearing a helmet. Is that a little too fast? Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, this, I don't know. If Keith, I seen Tony Hawk wearing a helmet, then I'm wearing a helmet. I don't know, Keith. Um, I'm riding an electric bike. I'd rather look cool. I just risk. It. <laughs> That's <Fuck> facts. I <laughs> <laughs> rather I rather risk it wearing a Dodger hat and fall down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all seen Eddie? Man, he fell down on that bike. Man, he ain't right. been the same ever since. Heavy, mushed in. Yeah, one 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 fall off a bike, and I got CTE now. God damn. Damn, it'd be fucked up. Have you ever seen those like watermelon examples? Yeah. They're like, know. this is the reason why you should wear a helmet, and they just. Throw a watermelon on the ground. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, your head is like a way more. It's more dense. Yeah, it's harder than a watermelon. Yeah, that's show. a little simplistic. Yeah. And then and then they like show a football player and they throw a watermelon. Like this is racist. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Stop throwing fucking watermelons yeah. on the ground. Yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see the I see the subliminal message yeah. in here. <laughs> Something ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We went on a fucking tangent. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, man. Um, the fuck were we talking about? Playing video games? No, we passed oh, we that along. We were talking about the banks. Oh, the banks. The banks. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they wanted to hear more about the banks. Um, <laughs> this is all we got for you, man. The banks suck, man. <laughs> banks. banks suck. 
Yeah, go I wouldn't cash put your out. check at the liquor store. Like yeah, just go to the liquor store and they'll charge you twenty two percent. It's going to be seventy two dollars. It's a seventy dollar check, man. Seventy two dollars and seventy five cents. Like nigga, I'm not going here to cash this fucking check here. Uh, the liquor store. And they got the nerve to call you my friend. My friend. $72. And you'd be like, nigga, we ain't friends after you taking uh, all my money. My friends don't try to fuck me, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, dude. I still know uh, my, my aunt's husband, uh, he still cashes checks. Like, he go to Walmart and cashes checks and get really? cash. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we playing. What kind of, how big are the checks, though? I'm all talking about business. <laughs> He's a truck driver, so I know. Yeah, I don't know how much it is, but yeah. Wow. So he get a check check. Yeah, he cash a check in, the, in Walmart. I don't do that shit. I just go to straight direct deposit. <laughs> that, I mean, his, his his method is more aligned with what you're talking about, though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't got to worry about nothing. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just hate the process. I like my money now. But I could be a victim of what I just talked about. No, cashing checks is trash. Yeah, it, it is trash. But, yeah. you know, you, you know what? I'll say this. I think that we need to adopt more analog stuff instead of just going completely digital. Mm-hmm. Almost like these fucking autonomous cars. Like we, we want cars to drive us around now, mm-hmm. but it's like we need to learn. We still need to drive cars to keep our skills sharp. Mm-hmm. In addition to, hey, what if the car just drives off a cliff one day? Yeah, you don't want to put all your faith in technology, buddy. Mm-hmm. Technology crashes. Yeah. There's ne- there's never been there's never been one form of digital creation that has always been efficient. They always need updates or they're going to crash eventually. Yeah. So it's like you have to keep some form of analog like if you put something in your phone that's fine but you might need to start writing stuff down because phones crash and when they crash you could have all your shit deleted cuz it's happened to me before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it sucks. And you have to log back in all your shit and mm-hmm. things are missing. And- no, you know, you know, I want to tell this for the sake of transparency. So my app, my songwriting app is like it's I just don't have the money right now to like to uh, to get rid of some of the bugs. So I'm going to just take it off of the, the app store. And this is just, like I said, it's just me being transparent. But, you know, it's, it's a really good app, you know, yeah, in terms is. of like songwriters and stuff. And there's people that have like left reviews. And the, there's been two people basically saying, and I've experienced this myself, but I just thought it was like something that may work. It, I don't know. I just thought it you know, would go away eventually. But <clears throat> two people have left reviews and them all, they always start good. Like, yo, I've been working on the one dude was like, yo, I'm, he gave me one star. So I seen it. I was like, oh, that's, that's sad. But um, <laughs> so I read the review and he was like bro I, he was like man I have been working with this artist and we have developing songs and ideas and stuff like that and then one day I tried to open the app and all my work had disappeared no yeah and you know kind of going back to what you were saying like the cool part about it is I normally write in, in my in my notepad like if I write music but not because the app like or anything yeah. I just like the physical yeah. you know and some of my favorite artists still like write like, yeah. like read. so that's the reason why I was doing it but you know just to go along to what you were saying like Nick don't even trust me my app is trash but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, no. No, we're gonna get it worked out though ah that sucks man yeah. he showed you love with that one star <laughs> can you put zero stars uh, well, you probably put a half of them <laughs> he put a half. but the other guy gave me three stars and he was like 
He gave me three stars off the potential because he lost his his music too. No, but, but I, it made it genuinely made me feel bad because I was like, man, this is like you know, it's like I understand what it feels like. Same thing we were talking about with with the with the Pokemon game. Right. Like imagine like logging in and then all your work is gone. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you so read the I comments? really want to make make that right for those people. You read the comments and like this guy must be black. This app is terrible. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. never I'm never downloading the black uh app again. Yeah, yeah. But the dude I talked to the guy, the developer, and he was just saying like um he was like what I would suggest is taking it down and then not uploading it again until you have a way to monetize it. That way you have money. Like I'm not just you know, I'm not a bank, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm not Wells Fargo out here. Yeah. Um, so that way I'm not just spewing out money where but I can like, you know, get some money coming in to like help support like the the you know, storage space and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. And yeah. you, look, at the end of the day you're not <clears throat> failing. It's all trial and error. For even sure, if, yeah. Even if you have an uh, actual completed app that you have for people to download, doesn't mean you like all like dude, Instagram fucks up. Come on. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram do. And and at the at the end of the day like I did it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are I our idea people yeah. and I literally have an you app in the app store. We do a podcast I mean? every week. Sometimes mm-hmm. our podcast have some technical errors. Sometimes the audio is crazy. Sometimes the audio might trip out a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes and we hate that. We want to give you guys the best listening experience. Yeah. But you know it happens sometimes. I've listened to some of the most the uh, financially grossing podcast mm-hmm. and so their shit fucks up. Joe Rogan, he has pretty consistent stuff. I really don't hear shit fuck up that often. Mm-hmm. But you know, other podcasts, their shit fucks up. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah, sometimes what, on our podcast you hear the unhoused downstairs yelling oh, crazy man. stuff. You will hear the most random homeless cries. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a battle cry. Freedom <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> shut down all the banks like nigga you ain't got no money anyway shut up <laughs> you got an EBT card and some change in your pocket <laughs> oh man the end is near <laughs> uh, withdraw all your money from the banks imagine if a homeless guy is really telling the truth but people are like that guy's crazy <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. give your life to Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's funny, man. Can you imagine how many mentally like mentally ill people that probably make a lot of real statements but because they're like covered in dirt no one's listening to them? Yeah. I mean, part of your believability and the respect we have for people is, you know, your presentation. Presentations. Yeah. You, the the homeless, I don't know if you noticed this, but since obviously I've been I'm not saying I don't know. It's just weird. I just tend to notice small stuff more than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just analyze things a lot. The homeless problem in Bakersfield has been growing, and I've noticed they've been doing things to kind of push the homeless out. Under almost every underpass, they have a fucking metal fence now. Mm. If you drive on on the 99, Highway 99, and you look to the left and the right and look underneath the bridge, there's a bunch of cages now. Like, what is it? What does it look like? Like the cages are so people like can't drilled s- into the ground or yes. something like that. So Dang. people can't sleep under the bridge. Wow, they they've got a bunch of them everywhere. Yeah, a bunch of them. I seen the police today. They like rolled up on this little. It's not even a homeless camp, but it was like like four homeless people. And the cop got out the car and he was telling them. And one of the homeless dudes was like, "What the fuck, man? What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. 
And I thought about it. Two things are very true. I don't think it's cool for people to be sleeping in front of like businesses and establishments. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to the business owners. I'm being just honest. But I also think it's true that homeless people don't have somewhere to go. And it's fucked up because they don't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to generalize homeless people and say that, hey, they did it to themselves. You know, people have mental health issues. They mm-hmm. have depression issues, whatever. And the it's not a one size fits all thing. So I have empathy for the homeless. Mm-hmm. But I also have empathy for business owners in town because if you worked your whole life to create a business or even some people, some homeowners, mm-hmm. if there's a homeless person trying to set up shop right next to where you live, you can't allow that to happen because mm-hmm. you could have a whole camp popping up by you. You, know, you can't do that. Yeah. I had a, at the old apartment I used to live at, there was a homeless dude trying to come on the side of the apartment complex and go to sleep and like mm-hmm. had a little thing. I said, Hey man, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And then the way I had to tell him, I was, I felt so bad, but mm-hmm. I had to be firm with him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I said, Hey man, you can't be here. He's like, yeah, just give me a while. I'll be, I'll be out of here. I said, you got to leave, man. Mm-hmm. He's like, just chill, man. It's cool. I said, Hey, leave now. Yeah. Get out of here. Your alley was for sure sketchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, sketchy stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I said, you got to get out. You got to get out now, man. Mm-hmm. You got to go. You got to go now. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't like walking up on him intimidating him, but I started walking forward. He's like, all right, man. Oh, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> <laughs> like once they see you mean business and you just this big black man just trying to just restore some type of order, they're yeah. like, all right, man. All yeah. right, I'll get out of here. Yeah. And one of my neighbors is too scared to approach the homeless guy. The older dudes? Uh, no, not them. It was the mm. other neighbors. Mm. But it was like a woman. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was like, she kind of had drama. She was like, <laughs> my ex is a fucking stalker. I low-key think he wants to kill me. And I was like, yeah, me and you will never be talking again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good. We're, we're not having any conversations. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that nigga coming around thinking I'm doing something. Some good riddance right there. Yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. No thanks, Tom Hanks. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. But there's that. We ain't got nothing else to talk about there. Um, switching gears. We'll end it with this, man. Um, Black China. Uh, Black China deactivated her $240 million OnlyFans account. Um, and the thing about it is she mentioned, she said, hey, you know what? I got a lot to offer. Like, I'm more, I'm more than this. this she said that this is a dead end. Uh, a, this is just a dead end is what she said. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that she made $240 million. Now, I don't want to body believe that. I don't want to body shame nobody or say nothing crazy. But nigga, y'all pay Black China $240 million? <laughs> man, I'm cool for the half a million, man. I'm going to start showing dick. <laughs> Just give me give me a half a million dollars. It'll support the podcast, okay? <laughs> At this point. That's funny. Uh, this is what she said. All right. Uh, after ranking in a reported $240 million in 2021, that's in 21. Oh my God. By sharing lusty. That is, I can't believe it, dog. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, I, I can't either. Lusty, lusty snaps online. The <laughs> voluptuous mother of two has unceremoniously walked away from her lucrative NS, no, NSFW account um, on the subscription based streaming service, calling it a dead end gig. I don't do OnlyFans anymore. I don't. Doing any more at all. China, 34, explained during her Jason Lee show appearance this week on Revolt, where she touched upon everything from her newfound sobriety to avoiding haters on the Internet. I'm just changing everything about me. The former stripper turned reality star added. It's a dead end. All this stuff is a dead end. And I know I'm worth way more than that. 
China, who shares 10-year-old King, son King Cairo with Rack City rapper Tyga. Oh, God, why you got to put Rack City? Um, and six-year-old daughter Dream Kardashian with Rob Kardashian. Pointed to setting an example for her children as her main motivation for leaving OnlyFans. At a certain age, they see and gravitate to everything, she said, of her kids before noting that and many legal woes also contributed to her exit. Okay, we'll say this. What I, what I'm, what I have to do is I have to champion her for wanting to become a better person. Mm-hmm. It is never a bad thing to become a better person. But let me be very motherfucking clear. There are so many selfish parents or people out here that don't consider their kids. Mm-hmm. I applaud her for at least cons- considering her kids. But your kid's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I know he knows a whole lot more than he should about what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty selfish that you kind of put the kids in that position. Um, but the, the thing about it is when, and I don't want to just put this on women, but in regards to OnlyFans, that's more of a woman thing when it comes to it. There's some dudes that make OnlyFans, like Tyga or somebody, <clears throat> but it's mainly women that are making multi, like Kazumi <clears throat> and all these porn stars and shit, they're making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of these young women don't have the foresight to look into the future, like Lana Rhodes, that porn star. Mm-hmm. She now said that, you know, um, she's like, I'm, uh, I'm a powerful woman and I want to be married and this and that. And she did porn for I don't know how many years. You may want to change now, and I get it, but back when you were doing porn, you wanted to change the perception of how people should perceive you. And it never works that way. Mm-hmm. That's not how life works. And now that you don't do porn and you, and you say you're retired, you want to paint the perception of people now or change the perception of people now and say, look, I don't do that anymore. I've grown. Nobody's going to forget about you sucking dick for the last eight years. That's just not how it works. Yeah. I hate to say it. Mm-hmm. OJ is, uh, nobody forgets what he did in the 90s, yeah. or he allegedly did. Yeah. There are certain things in life that you cannot just, um, you can't just reinvent yourself away from. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them, whether it's murder. And we have like a hierarchy of things that, that, like kind of revolve around this idea of murder, OnlyFans, porn, all of these things. And it's like you can't just act like this is not going to be a thing. Yeah. And ha- and and you can't get mad at people and, and and say like, "Oh, well, I've I've changed and I don't do this anymore and blah blah blah." I hate to say this, but on a large scale or a small scale, we're all judging each other. All of us. All of us. And you could say it's unhealthy or, oh, you shouldn't judge people, but we all fucking do it. We all do it. All of us. Even the people that said that they don't. The people you have chose to keep in your life or get rid of, you judge them out of it. Or you judge them and you chose to keep them in your life. You looked at the habits. You looked at the characteristics of a person and chose to keep them or get rid of them. And... I'll kind of liken this situation to that. Like, there's going to be some people that are like, look, I appreciate what she's doing, but, yeah, she's still she's still that girl on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. you know, and that girl that was going through that crazy stuff with Rob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. Didn't she try to stab Rob? I don't know. I don't know. That, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um, it is commendable. I think that, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, change your life for the better because there are a lot of people that are uh, trying to normalize, you know, 
having porn on the internet. Like, you know, we had the whole conversation about Amber Rose and people teasing her son about, you know, her um her mom having or his mom having OnlyFans. Right. Um so I, I think there's you know, there's something to be uh you know, congr- I guess a congratulations or whatever, you know, flowers we want to give her for kind of trying to I guess better herself in a sense. And it, I do agree with her. It is a dead end. Like you, like how long? It's how long are you gonna, um, you know, just show your booty and you know have sex or give head, whatever the case, on the internet and, and make money? Like that's and she's in her thirties now. Like I just don't. There's there's no, yeah. there ain't no retirement plan for OnlyFans. No, you know. So, um, and then also just. Um, you know, anything on the internet lives forever. Exactly. But you know, just uh, <clears throat> just being able to have your ch- your children grow up, and you know, at least not being an active, you know, I call her a porn star, but not being an active like porn star. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's gonna there's gonna be somewhat of a relief for her. You know, for her kids growing up, they're going to be able to find the stuff because. It's just the internet. People record things, screenshot things, and all these other things. Yeah, um, you know, stuff lives on Twitter and all these other platforms mm-hmm. for the rest of the rest of our lives. Like, but I think you know, there's just there's just uh, you know, somewhat of a relief for the for the kids. Um, but but also like, you know, I think the best thing because like sometimes those people try to like. Like the the uh, Mia Khalifas and stuff like that, they try to like yeah, they, get mad. they try to do this hard turn and like, oh, why do people only view me as this right. person and that? I think like I think that only happens when people try to run away from it. Yeah, you know, when I th- I think when people own it, like yo, this is what I did and I don't do that anymore, and now I'm in a space where I have a podcast or I'm on a talk show or something yeah. like that. Then you could you could really like you could really move on. But when the people are trying to like, what, what's wrong with you guys? Like I did that sex tape years ago. Why are people still talking about it? It's like, cause, cause it was a big moment in culture, yeah. you know? And yeah. You got a fat booty. So we going to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, let's, let's not even go to that extreme. If you play basketball for 10 years and you retire, should you get mad at people for recognizing you for basketball? They know you from playing basketball. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's not like you're being shamed cause you did something sexual. Mm-hmm. You, it's it's more or less like you are literally known for what you do. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you've done for the last however many years. Mm-hmm. So that's just how people's brains work. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that, and and if you can't comprehend that, then your life's going to be difficult. You also, I think, you also have to do something so great that we almost forget. Like Kim Kardashian turned into like we still think about her her sex tape. But she's such a great businesswoman, and yeah. she kind of killed it on the reality TV front. That you know, the the Ray, the Ray J sex tape it it only gets brought up like here and there, every mm-hmm. blue moon. But for the most part, we think of her as just like an icon. So yeah, <clears throat> what's crazy too, man, is I remember Jonah Hill says something like he doesn't want people like giving him compliments on his body or not mentioning his body or complimenting body him dysmorphia. that he looks good or bad. Like, motherfucker, that's not how the world works. Mm-hmm. Some people will call that insensitive, but I call it normal. If you weighed 400 pounds and now you weighed 200, I'm going to be like, dude, you look fucking great. You can't make me the bad guy for noticing something and saying, hey, man, you look great. And you're like, don't do that, man. My body dysmorphia doesn't allow me to take compliments. I'm like, man. My body dysmorphia like, doesn't allow me to take compliments. you don't shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Jesus, what's wrong with these people? <clears throat> and, and, you know, the, I, I just... 
I'm one of those guys, like, I would call myself semi-progressive, but I don't succumb to some of the shit that's super duper far left. Mm-hmm. Like, that body dysmorphia shit, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. People say, I have body dysmorphia. Like, how? why do people just d- diagnose themselves with shit now? <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Did you, did, you, did you have a doctorate in something? It's too many words. Too many words. Yeah. Everybody's a narcissist now. Yeah. You know, yeah, people are really like... You're abusing that fucking word, motherfucker. Yeah, they're definitely throwing that around. Yes. Um, they call him like the, the TikTok uh, psychologist or whatever. Yeah, it's like, shut mm-hmm. up. My ex-husband was a narcissist? Like, shut the fuck up. He was not a narcissist. I hate when people use that. Not they, they And they use it... It's like they regurgitate. It's a lot, it's a lot of those words like man, manipulator. Gaslighting. Gaslighting. It's narcissist. Like, it's like, shut up. Um sociopath all these different words it's like come on man and the thing about it too is when you're using these these terms or these word these words uh, like without the proper i guess the proper diction added to it you're just saying things now Mm -hmm. you're just regurgitating something you've heard that you Mm -hmm. think sounds decent Mm -hmm. or you think you know what it means when you don't Mm -hmm. and it's like come on man like when i've i've been on dates with chicks and they was like yeah my ex was toxic toxic is the number one Toxic, yeah. Like, my ex was toxic and this mm-hmm. and that. And I listen, I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So every ex you had was toxic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And, they, and here's the thing. This is what they don't realize. If you are on a date talking about someone you used to date, you do understand that that's inappropriate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I came here to meet you, not your ex-boyfriend. That's weird. It's weird. It happens way more than I'd like it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. My yeah. ex was a narcissist. That's when I'm like, ah, ah. Especially the, the, older, the older you get, um, I think, I don't know, it'd be like the older women, I feel like they got, they just run out of stuff to talk about or something. I don't know. but Or it's just like, it's too casual that the, the way that they be throwing around their ex-boyfriends. Yeah, I, I think what it is, is, it's not even that. It's the absence of accountability. I think at this age, for me, I don't blame any woman ever in life for any inconvenience she put me through because mm-hmm. at that moment, I probably wasn't mature enough to make a good choice in a woman. Mm-hmm. So that's what accountability looks like, folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the root of it. I'm just saying, like, why are they bringing it up? Like, why is that? Why love- can we talk about Lakers? Like, I don't know. We could be talking about basketball or something like that. And then I- all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my ex-boyfriend loved the Lakers. Yeah. What, what I notice is whenever... This is just a problem in society. I want to put this on women, but a societal norm is people not getting over the last person they dated and actively dating someone else. Mm -hmm. So you're bringing another man into the the relationship or when you're trying to know me. So you have another man on your mind when you're trying to get to know me. Mm -hmm. And now, since you're not over that guy and I just met you and I know you for two weeks, it's two weeks stacked up against six years. Mm -hmm. This guy's got an advantage on me. Yeah. So that's usually it'd be like sometimes it'd be like real fresh, like, oh, this is something new and exciting. And then like mm-hmm. when you get into the thick of it, that's when you're reminded of like the other person. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, Johnny used to smack my ass like this. But yeah, you don't d- do it like that. Johnny would just do anal without asking. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> do anal without asking. Yeah, like this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can you imagine if somebody just is just like super promiscuous and you like smashing her and she's like Bobby John, <laughs> like you got three names you screaming out? Oh no, I gotta go. Bobby here. John, like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Most niggas ain't gonna stop. They're gonna keep going. Yeah. Like, man, I was with this girl, man. She said five names, man. Yeah. I guess it depends on if you like her or not. If it's just somebody you smash, you ain't. I don't know if you're gonna be. I tripping. think what happens is, I, I I hate that. I'm just gonna be honest. In a moment of transparency, we all know this. I think you could go from liking a woman to just wanting to smash her. Yeah, that's true. And it, it happens because a lot of women talk themselves out of good relationships. Mm-hmm. Like things will be going good, and they start bringing up their ex. Mm-hmm. You know, or they start doing things that work them out of that conversation. I've felt one way about a woman, and then literally the next day, I was like, "What happened? Yeah, what happened here? What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And it's not me being—it's not me nitpicking. It's some things that are just such deal breakers, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I—I'm I, I, not trying to be a dog, but I'm a dope. I'm a human, so I'm like, I am sexually attracted to her. So if she wants to give me some pussy, we could do that. But I ain't taking it no further than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, sometimes it'd it be like, um, I don't know, you just see, especially when you really start hanging out. Like, I think we have, um, there's like a like a personality that we have when we're just communicating. 100%. Like texting and talking to each other on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then once you start hanging out, like, you could definitely get turned off by just yeah. like the way the person acts. or Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of it, too, is, is our own fault as men <clears throat> because I think... Sometimes as men, we we tend to like want to fill in the blanks on a woman we just met and we act like, you know, she's this and that. But we don't really know her like that. Mm-hmm. And we tie an expectation to this woman. Yeah. And <clears throat> the biggest issue with the woman is not us. It's not her, but it's our expectations of her. Yeah. She's she just acting the she's way just, she, she, she is. She is who being, she is. Yeah, who she is. Yeah. Right. So when yeah. you go into it with an expectation, you've already created this problem. And sometimes it'd be like a feeling like, you know, it could be, it could be, and sometimes it, like even with men, it could be a feeling of uh, like a void that was left by an ex. Mm. So let's say, um, let's say, you know, your ex never watched sports and then you meet this new girl and she's like a huge Laker fan and she got, she didn't been to all the basketball games and stuff like that. And right. Kobe Bryant posters on the wall. Right. And that's like the thing that really gets you going. Like, oh, this is like, but this she's missing all the other shit. Yeah. And then when you finally hang out with her, you're like, oh, she's like, you know, her laugh is annoying and like yeah. you know, all these other things like, you know, so yeah, that's a, uh, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that. That's definitely, mm-hmm. definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I don't know. We've been going on a lot of time. We've been stepping away from topics a lot today. Yeah, it's it ain't, honestly, it ain't much going on in the news cycle. It's really not. Yeah. Not enough for us to stay on top of it. That's fast. Excuse me. Jeez, I burped right on the microphone. Mm-hmm. I apologize if there was any kids that heard that burp. <laughs> no, actually, I don't because y'all be farting. I know y'all be kids be farting. Driving down the street, listening to this podcast, pop, uh, passing gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's comedy. Yeah, you know what. You know what I thought about, dude? I think would be a good idea, and I'll say this on the podcast. Um, a shout out to Frocast Podcast, but they they have a Google number, like a number you call to leave voicemails. We got to start that over here. Mm-hmm. I think we we should do that just mm-hmm. and just so we could just get more personal with the people who listen. Yeah, and we need this. I, yeah, and I don't know how I don't know what you got to do to create a number. It shouldn't be that difficult, but yeah, I don't know. I need to figure that. I'm shit sure. Out. Um, I know who does have the answer. Google, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, get that, get a number there, and yeah, mm-hmm. that'd yeah. be dope. Yeah, yeah, man. You got anything? You got anything else, dude? Um, no, nah, just make sure y'all, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple. Make sure y'all leave a review too. Uh, last time I checked, we had like a four point seven 
um, out of five stars on Apple Podcasts. So that's pretty dope. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't even checked it. I was looking at only the Spotify one, I think. Yeah, on Apple. I don't know about the Spotify, what that looks like. But definitely on Apple Music, we got a dope, like a pretty high review. That's good, man. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys go to Spotify too, man. Mm-hmm. Help us out. Mm-hmm. We can use all the votes we can get. Mm-hmm. Give If we earned a five-star rating, give us a five-star rating. Yeah. We can use it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, don't forget to go to YouTube and subscribe there. Yeah. Um, we need we need it. <laughs> For sure. Um, uh, if we've earned a donation, head over to ATM Pod for a donation there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really it. Oh, and uh, if you find us on here without the social, just go to at uh, a trucker a underscore truckers mind podcast. And yeah. You mm-hmm. can you can reach us there. Mm-hmm. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fiend. We are out of here. Peace.